Attention, all troops. He's alive. Alive. Welcome to the Rapunzel. At some point in the 1990s, I got really sick. It was like a week's worth of sickness. Could hardly get out of bed. I would take NyQuil, and then the green sleep would take me, and I would be out for six or seven hours. At one point, I turned on the television, and I noticed there was a movie on that I'd never seen before. It was the movie Dutch? I don't think I had seen it because it was critically panned in the movies, so I don't think it was out very long. But I watched it, and I sort of enjoyed it. Found it kind of comforting. Then I conked out about halfway through it. I woke up some other time later. Dutch was on again. I've always been a bit critical of TV stations nowadays that show the same movie over and over again. But back in the 90s, in the 1980s even, I loved it. That's the time where I really learned a lot of my favorite lines from movies like Caddyshack or Meatballs, because I would watch them again and again because they would play them ad nauseum, and I didn't have a problem with it. I'm not sure exactly what has changed over time, but suddenly I've become very critical of the programming on these other channels. But back then, there was Dutch. I'd go to sleep. I'd wake up. There was Dutch again. Now I started to really get into this movie. And by the end, I was like, "What's not to love? It's got Ed O'Neill. It's got this kid in it. It's a great film." I even went and bought the movie on VHS so I could watch it again and again. I'm not sure exactly why or what changed about me, and I'm not sure if this is a cultural thing that has affected all of us that we can't watch redundant television anymore. But I think that the next time TNT or TBS decides to run a marathon of Passenger 57, I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to even turn it off. Instead, I'm going to sit down and start watching it, and I'm going to see how many times I can watch it. By the very end, I'll finally know: Do I really not like Passenger 57, or will that repeated watching make me a Passenger 57 fan? I don't know which way to go. But if I had money to put down on it, I'd tell you what to do: always bet on black. On today's show, we're going to talk about that movie Dutch. We're going to talk about the stars of the film. We'll talk about its production, its pre-production. We'll talk a little bit about the people behind the movie. We'll talk a little bit about the fact that maybe bad things happen to people after Dutch was made. We'll talk a little bit about the music in the movie. More importantly, the person who made the music. And we'll talk a little bit about the release of the film. We have some great information to cover. So, without further ado, let's start the show. Dutch came out in 1991. It's a comedy drama, a dramedy, if you will, starring Ed O'Neill and Ethan Embry. It was directed by Peter Feynman and written by the great and powerful John Hughes. Prior to filming the movie, director Peter Feynman, John Hughes, and the producer of the movie Richard Vane 
took a trip along the route that the two main characters in the movie would take. And they actually traveled from Georgia through the Carolinas up toward Chicago to scout for locations that they would use. And actually a lot of those locations appear in the film, like Berry College, which is in Rome, Georgia. There's a great fireworks scene in Tennessee, all the way up through Chattanooga and Cary, Illinois. All of those were places that they had visited while getting ready to film. So it's kind of cool that a road trip was used before the movie to make a movie about a road trip. As I mentioned, the film stars Ed O'Neill and Ethan Embry. Ed O'Neill was born Edward Philip O'Neill Jr. in 1946, born in Youngstown, Ohio. He has worked since 1972 and has been some great, great things, starting with Deliverance, where he played a deputy in the hospital as an uncredited role. only found out about that recently. And in the 1980s, he did some work on television on Miami Vice, Hunter, The Equalizer, a lot of tough guy roles. Then in 1987, he landed on Married with Children. And after Married with Children and during it, he would work in lots of different films, Canine, The Adventures of Ford Fairlane, Wayne's World 1 and 2, and of course, Dutch. Now you can see Ed O'Neill in Modern Family, which is a big hit. So very happy for him. Ethan Embry was born in Huntington Beach, California in 1978 and has been working in films since pretty much Dutch. In 1991, it was one of his first roles, but he also that year appeared in Defending Your Life and All I Want for Christmas. Later, he'd be in Empire Records, Vegas Vacation, where he played a very underrated portrayal of Rusty Griswold. And then he would appear in a bunch of movies and is still working today. Recently appeared in House. In 2003, O'Neill's and Embry's paths would cross again when they appeared in a short-run television series, L.A. Dragnet, which was supposed to be a reboot of the TV show Dragnet with O'Neill as Joe Friday. Sadly, it didn't go so well. I think the tone of the TV show didn't really work, but their chemistry was there, and it was kind of neat to see two people who'd been in a movie much earlier reappearing again. Also in the movie is Joe Beth Williams, who you might know as the mother from Poltergeist and lots of other things. Recently I saw her in Dexter. Chris McDonald, who plays lots of villains in comic roles. Shooter McGavin in Happy Gilmore. He also played Goose McKenzie in Grease 2, if you're a Grease 2 fan. Who isn't? Ari Myers, who played Emma on Kate and Alley, one of the daughters, was in the film, playing one of the gals of ill repute in the film. E.G. Daly, or Elizabeth Daly, who's a famous voice actress, also appears in the movie as one of the other girls of ill repute. Now before we get into the plot of Dutch, I'd like to play for you some of my favorite intros to movies that they would play on cable channels back in the 80s and 90s. Enjoy.
24 hours a day, the Movie Channel feature presentation in stereo. How many of those were familiar to you? How many could you name? Now, bonus points. If you ever made up lyrics to one of those songs, give yourself a pat on the back. You are awesome. Hold on. Let me just pat myself on the back a couple of times. All right, back to the show. The plot of Dutch is pretty simple. It involves Dutch Dooley, played by Ed O'Neill, who is dating Natalie Standish, who's played by Joe Beth Williams. Now, Dutch is a blue-collar guy, kind of has a chip on his shoulder because of it, but overall, very nice. Natalie, Joe Beth Williams, had been married to a jerk of a guy played by Christopher McDonald. His name is Reed in the movie. And Dutch stands up for her at this party at the beginning. And it all has to do with the fact that Reed was supposed to pick up their son, Doyle, and bring him home for Thanksgiving. And he decides not to do it. Dutch decides this is a really good opportunity to bond with his girlfriend's son and says he'll go pick him up. Her son's name is Doyle, and we meet Doyle when he's at school. He's kind of a jerk, know-it-all, not very popular, arrogant, but he idolizes his father and I think blames his mother for the divorce. He meets Dutch. The two do not hit it off, although there's a lot of hitting between the two in the movie. Dutch is not able to convince him to go, so basically he hogties him, takes him on this road trip, and they embark on this trip north, and wacky hijinks ensue. They lose their car, they get robbed by call girls. In the process, Doyle comes to appreciate Dutch, Dutch comes to appreciate Doyle, and Doyle also discovers that his father is not quite the nice guy that he thinks he is, and decides at the end not to be with his father on Thanksgiving, but to stay with his mother. I'm so lonesome, I cry. <laughs> Let me go down and get him. I'm a communicator. I'm a breakthrough kind of guy. Your mom's on the phone. I don't have a mom. You may have a mom. I have a mother. They've only just met. I'm a friend of your mother's. I came to get you to bring you home. And already, oh. they get along. <laughs> like family. I'm not going anywhere with you. What do you like to do for fun? You like the wiggling grunt. Me too. So you and Doyle are getting along well. Ah, he's not a bad kid. We're getting along just great. Come on, give it to me, pipsqueak. Oh, 
taking the time. We're seeing the country. And as Doyle himself said, nothing beats traveling the highways and byways. Okay, sugar, what'll it be? What won't make me vomit? <laughs> Give me the keys. <laughs> This isn't working out. We're not masters of the highway. We were robbed by homebound hookers. Only because you fell asleep and I got excited. You did? I wonder where Dutch and Doyle are staying tonight. Knowing Doyle, it'll be first class. 20th Century Fox presents the story of a boy. I got a deck of racy playing cards. Who lost the child in himself. And the man... Who helped him find it? Is that your most pathetic look? That's not gonna get us a ride. This is pathetic. <laughs> Try it. See, I'm not such a bad guy, huh? Dutch. You're like a great big demented child. <laughs> this movie was released on July 19th, 1991 which I always thought was weird since it's kind of a Thanksgiving movie, kind of makes more sense at that time of year, and was kind of panned by critics. In fact, on Rotten Tomatoes, the aggregator, it has a really low critics rating, but it has a a middling community rating. So this movie has its fans. For a budget of $17 million, which was pretty high for the movie, the movie only grossed at the time $4.6 million in the U.S., so people were not lining up to get in to see the film. It was released in the U.K. and Australia under the title Driving Me Crazy, which is an accurate description of Doyle and Dutch's relationship. Of course, with taglines like these, perhaps we can see why people weren't lining up to see the film. Ready for these? Can a big kid bring out the child in a little jerk? And... They're best of friends, and they've got the scars to prove it. What's interesting is that in the U.S., the movie has a short 90-minute running time, but in the U.K. version of the movie, they claim to have a two-hour running time. So there's a whole other movie going on there that I've never seen, and I would love to get a U.K. copy of the film. Because the movie did so poorly, it has, of course, been mocked, and mocked in, of all places, Ed O'Neill's famous television show, Married with Children, In an episode where the Bundys are on a flight to London, the film is mentioned as one of the in-flight movies. And in another episode, the two main characters, Peg and Al, are in a video store and they see a rack of movies. And it has a picture of Ed O'Neill's face and it's Dutch and it says free video. So they're giving away copies of Dutch because it's so bad. The movie was directed by Peter Feynman. Peter Feynman had a blockbuster hit in 1986 with the film Crocodile Dundee. And then he directed Dutch and was never heard from again. I'm not sure, but perhaps Dutch damaged his career enough. Of course, the person this film did not have a bad effect on was the writer of the film, John Hughes. Before Dutch, he had written so many great things. Mr. Mom, Vacation, The Breakfast Club, Pretty in Pink, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Then he gets to Dutch, and he continues to make movies that are pretty decent. Home Alone 2, the remake of Miracle on 34th Street... 101 Dalmatians. Then in 1991, he would write Dutch. You know, now that I think about it, maybe Dutch had an effect on him as well, or maybe the poor reception of Dutch had an effect on him as well. Afterwards, he would make some okay movies. Home Alone 2, he would do Dennis the Menace, Made in Manhattan. All right, maybe Dutch was a turning point for him as well. 
The music in Dutch was done by Adam Silvestri. He's best known for working with the director Robert Zemeckis and scored great movies like Romancing the Stone, the Back to the Future trilogy, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Forrest Gump, lots of great things. He also composed music for the television shows Starsky and Hutch, Chips, and the cult hit Manimal. Sylvester was born in New York City, but he grew up in Teaneck, New Jersey, and attended Teaneck High School. Currently, he owns a vineyard in Carmel Valley, California. So, guys making music and wine, he's from New Jersey. You want to hang out with that guy if you're ever in Carmel Valley, California. So Dutch was released on VHS when it came out, and it was obviously on cable TV a lot. It was released on DVD, but those DVDs are very difficult to find. So if you see it out in the world, pick up a copy. If you could find a used copy on the cheap, I suggest you do, because it is not easy to find anymore. Now, I knew this would be a short podcast, because there's not a lot of information on Dutch. But it's one of those movies that I just felt like I wanted to share with everyone. It's not the greatest movie ever made. But so many of our favorite films aren't. It is the great movie for this season, though. It conjures up images of coldness and being away from home, and then ends with the positive image of finally getting home and that warmth that you feel around the holidays. And that's not always easy to capture in film, even though it's tried a lot. Dutch does a great job of that, and it has a great cast, a great story, and a ton of very talented people working behind the camera. It's just one of those movies that I think got the short end of the stick at the time. If you haven't seen Dutch, check it out. If you have some weird memory of it, you're not sure, why not give it another look? You might enjoy it again. It's only 90 minutes of your time, two hours if you're in the UK. At the very least, you'll enjoy the charisma of Ed O'Neill and his chemistry with his young charge, Ethan Embry. At the most, you might pick up a new holiday classic. A front is the boundary between two masses of different kinds of air. Such air masses extend over distances of thousands of miles and determine the weather in a region for several days. The weather changes, I've been told. Thanks for listening to the show. For more retro fun, drop by the website at www.retroist.com. You can follow me on Facebook and Twitter. I'm at facebook.com slash retroist and twitter.com slash retroist. The Retroist has some forums. So if you have some time and you want to talk about Dutch or any of your favorite movies, why not drop by the Retroist forums at retroist.com slash forum. We'd love to hear what you have to say. The Retroist is obviously on Zoom and iTunes where you can download it. And if you have a moment and you wouldn't mind maybe dropping a rating on the podcast, I have been told by many, many people that I should mention that more often. And I would appreciate it if you have a minute if you could drop by and do that. Thanks for listening to the show, and I hope you have a great weekend. Stay, because the weather changes from day to day. The warm fronts, the cold fronts, a pushing and a wandering. They cause the weather changes from day to day. Barometer shows pressures down. Hi ho, the weather oh, a warm air mass has come to town. It changes day by day. A warm air mass has come to town, and rainy weather hangs around until the weather changes some other day. The warm fronts, the cold fronts, a pushing and a wandering. They cause the weather changes from day to day. 
when cold air rides beneath the warm. Hi ho, the weather rope, the warm air cools and clouds will form. It changes day by day. The warm air cools and clouds will form, and that can cause some thunderstorms. That's how the weather changes from day to day. The warm fronts, the cold fronts, a pushing and a wandering. They cause the weather changes from day to day. On today's show, we're going to talk about Dutch. Why? Are we talking about Dutch? Oh, yeah. What was I saying? This has been a Retro's production. Goodbye.